Welcome to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. I'm Armin. And I'm Camille. And we're here to talk about the Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy Show. Oh, wait. It had a different name before, right? Did it have a different name? I don't know. It's always been the Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy Show, right? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, set in Beverly Hills, it follows real housewives as they talk about a puppy named Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy. I need to know what asshole named that dog. And they need to be fined because that's the stupidest name I've ever heard. I wish it were Dorit, but I know it's not. Literally sounds like a child named that dog. No, a child would be better. Oh, a child would be much better. It's Maybe it was John Blizzard. Fire him. <laughs> and then rehire him because he's kept the drama alive. <laughs> Seriously, thank you, John Blizzard and John Sessa. But before we get into the latest Real Housewives of Beverly Hills recap, a couple news and notes. We are selling a morally corrupt hat. Mm-hmm. On the Buttered Pop Network website, that's ButteredPop.com. Camille, why don't you explain what I mean by morally corrupt? Uh, oh, I remember you. You're fi- I know how I saw you. Yeah, you posed naked in a spread in Playboy after the OJ trial. And then I realized how I knew her. She was the morally corrupt Faye Resnick. Of course, the iconic <laughs> Camille Grammer line. But tell people more about the hat itself. The hat itself is dope. It's pink. And it's just a regular baseball cap. 25 bucks. You support us. You get some cool merch. Really easy. Super easy to get to. Just butteredpop.com. You can go backslash merch. It's embroidered. It's embroidered. Made here in LA. Very cool. Very clean. We'll ship it off to you. You guys, you are going to want to have this. And if pink is not your thing, we do have a Vanderpump Rules adjacent hat. And it says, all about the pasta. Because we don't agree with James. We rarely do. Mm -mm. And to us, it's all about the pasta. It really is all about the pasta. It's not not about the pasta. It's all about the pasta. all about the pasta. So we have an all about the pasta hat. And by the way, if y'all want a discount, up to 20% off mm-hmm. on this merch. Support us on Patreon. Patreon is a platform where fans can support content creators. And on the platform, content creators can provide a bunch of different membership benefits. So for as little as $2 a month, you will not only get access to exclusive podcasts, um, and we produce about six a month. So that's six bonus exclusive podcasts. Uh, You'll also get access to a monthly interactive live show where you'll be able to interact with myself, Eddie, Camille, and we'll answer any question. Um, But you'll also get 10% off merchandise. Mm -hmm. And there are different membership tiers. So that's just a $2 tier. That's $2 a month. You get all of that. Um, But there's a $5 tier. And with that, you get 20% Mm -hmm. off of merchandise plus a (laughs) bunch of more benefits. There are so many to count actually with the $5 a month uh, membership. So check that out. That's patreon.com backslash hot and bravo. That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. Too much hat talk. <laughs> I think it's time to get into some puppy talk. Puppy talk. <laughs> Lucy Lucy. Ugh. Apple juicy. Um, let's start with Camille and Rinna talking puppy gate. 
Yeah. Because there was some interesting insight there since Camille has had experience with the Lisa Vanderpump manipulation machine, if you believe that she is a master manipulator. Everyone else seems to think (laughs) think so. So uh, Camille brings up the season two moment when she, of course, confronts Taylor about Mm -hmm. the fact that Russell was abusing her and she was keeping it secret. And Camille says that Lisa had, had actually told her to do so Mm -hmm. Uh, in the old footage lisa denied it Mm -hmm. what do you think camille 100 percent, 100 percent agree with camille here's the thing if it was just camille saying this maybe but it's been camille it's been brandy it's been camille actually camille she didn't she never has really brought that brought it up that lisa was the one who basically egged her on to say that. But she did. But we don't a, say. But we don't say that, that he hit you, that he threw you in the bath. That's my favorite one. Um, <laughs> that was LVP, yeah, right? I know, I know. She but we in. don't say that. that he hit you. Yeah. But we don't say. It's that that yeah. affect. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh-huh. like etched in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I have it too. It's my ringtone. Um, <laughs> um, but it's not just Camille... It's Brandy. It's it's now Teddy. It's like it's all these instances where Lisa kind of looks like she's stirring shit up, and she's never gotten caught before. But there have been a lot of moments where she kind of got she, caught in season four. She with the Brandy Yolanda. However, Kyle thing. unlike this particular instance, there weren't enough texts. There weren't you know there weren't ways that she could be outed. It was she said, she said. Mm-hmm, exactly. So she still kind of looked like maybe she was unscathed, even though I don't think she was. Um, Plausible deniability, right? Yeah. I think that this is wild. I don't know how to feel about this. I am a Lisa Vanderpump fan. I will call her out when she does bullshit stuff. Um, but I don't. I don't know because you're put in this weird position and you have, you and I have talked about this at nauseam, but it's this weird position where it's like Teddy is just as much in the wrong. We'll get there though. Yeah. Let's okay. save All that. All right. Let's save it. Let's save the Teddy aspect for when we get to the Teddy confrontation. Here is one thing I will say about the going back to the Camille and Lisa thing. One, Lisa Rinna, you are a shitster. <laughs> Live, keep it going. Two, What's going to be interesting to me, and, and this is what, like, we see this in, in, in one of Lisa's confessionals, Talking Heads, at Camille's birthday party, where she's talking about how Camille is talking to Dorit like nothing ever happened. And she's like, yeah. like, I don't know, what did she say? Like, being fake is so annoying or something like that. And that to me is in, indicative of, like, there's going to be some kind of falling out between Lisa Rinna and Camille. And we do see that she calls her out in the, in the, um, this season on thing. So there's going to be some tension. And that's, that's what right now at least is really interesting me about this relationship, because right now it seems like they're kind of allies. Definitely. And, and you know, okay. Yes. The Teddy Dorit Lucy gate is really obviously the meat of this, this season and this episode especially. But I want to know more about these other things because I feel like we're verging on 
more interesting Pantygate territory. Like this is going on for a long time. Like Puppygate is really just an elevated Pantygate exactly. or Glassware Gate. Exactly. Like I love it's, it. It's being made out to be like the highest of dramas, but in right. reality, it's it's kind of just the same whatever. thing. We're just doing the same thing over and over again. No, like. But but we have these like differences where it's like Teddy's admitting to it and you know there's text messages and there's this that and the other that that make it a little bit more interesting. But I worry that if we continue with no real like I don't know evolution to this, it's going to get hard. And I think there will be evolution. I'm not I'm not being a naysayer. I really do think. No, it so. was very clear. Actually, yeah. I was going to point that out too, but I'm glad you did. R- Rina is clearly setting up for a rift with. Camille yeah and so it's interesting like I'm just looking at all these other relationships because what I really think is going to happen is like now is the time to pay attention because we also see that Kyle and Teddy get shit from Erica and what is going to happen to this group like things are going to be shifting in all different ways and right now we're kind of being misled to think oh it's all about this like Lucy Gate supposedly Lisa stops filming uh, with the other housewives shortly after Camille's wedding or Denise's wedding. I forget after which one. After a wedding. <laughs> after a wedding. That's what Eddie was telling me. Interesting. And so that's coming up quickly. Yeah. It probably is going to be Camille's wedding. Yeah. And we heard stories like during production that Lisa stopped filming well short of the finale. Mm. So because usually a party is the finale, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know when exactly that's going to be, but I think you're absolutely right. There is going to be parts of this group that splinters off once Lisa is totally gone from the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there can't be half a season where everyone's like, glad we kicked Lisa out. Yeah, right. And we're all great. Yeah. I mean, we see Denise and Kim even getting mm-hmm. into it. So there's the return of Kim. We see the return of Brandy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There is a lot more to go down. A lot. No doubt about it. I feel like Puppygate is going to be the first half of the season. Mm -hmm. Like this season may feel like the last season of Sopranos where there was the part A and part B. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like it's it's going to be like one season, but there's actually two seasons within a season. Mm -hmm. Totally. That's that's what I'm thinking. Um, One more interesting thing, though, from that conversation. Mm -hmm. When Camille was talking about why she doesn't like Dorit, which, of course, is the impetus for Rinna thinking... Camille's fake because she was like, oh, I thought Camille and Dorit were being all chummy mm-hmm. together. But Camille was saying, like, Dorit is phony. She also mentioned that I'm not sure she has the money that she claims to have. Oof. Which was definitely a reference to that lady who confronted Dorit in mm-hmm. the Bahamas. We didn't get to see it on the show, but mm-hmm. we've all seen it on social media. Mm-hmm. That lady going up to Dorit and saying, oh, your husband owes We're me. We're all protecting you. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry. But now we said it. <laughs> now we said it. So that's Camille doing a now we said it moment. But they're all they're all hiding it for some reason. I'm not sure why. This is weird. Everything about this season is weird. We're in uncharted territory right now. and it's And I watch it and I'm like, I don't know how to feel. I don't know if I should feel sad about this deteriorating friendship. I don't know if I should feel excited like Andy was when he was watching at the reunion season nine of Atlanta when he 
mm-hmm. was really like giddy about the drama <laughs> that just happened. Like, I don't know what to do. And I also, also don't know what to expect. So like, I keep being like, what's the twist? What's the twist? Like, what's going to happen after this? Like, I feel like the way that they're doing it is they're like very slowly rolling out more information. And that is a great tactic because it's keeping me hooked. But I'm also like so anxious about each episode because I just want to know what the actual thing is. Yeah, it's not like a season four or three, which was the season when they go to Hawaii and Kim is late. Three. Three. So it's not like a season three when there was like multiple streams. Two, sorry. Two. Oh, was, was that two? Two. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? I just can't remember. Well, a- any of those early seasons, I feel like there was multiple threads of drama, right? Yeah. From the very beginning. Yeah. Like Kim, Kyle, tension, and different parts of the group having tension, right? Totally. And this season is purely focused on the conundrum between Lisa, Teddy, and Dorit. Mm -hmm. And nobody else is really having any problems. No. Everyone's happy. Actually, zero problems, right? Yeah. Between the rest of the group. So it's all kind of spotlighted on those three. Mm -hmm. It's really weird. Um, And I don't think it's going to continue. I don't think so either. It's too, it's too nice right now. <laughs> the water is suspiciously still. Right. <laughs> it, w- it won't stay that way. Nope. There was a pretty major revelation though. Hit me. Teddy goes on a walk with her therapist. Which, God, it's such a cool thing to be an LA person. You money. mean a wealthy LA person? Yeah, because we live in LA. With money. <laughs> I can't I can't afford a therapist on retainer like Teddy. Uh, no, not only a therapist on retainer, a therapist that not only comes to you but then does what you want. Wouldn't that be nice? It'd be like if I had a massage therapist who like was also your therapist. Also my therapist. Yeah. <laughs> because that's like a like a like a comes to you, like an in-house. Okay, that's actually a genius idea. Your your profession already has therapists in it. It's perfect. Why not add a massage to it? Mm-hmm. hello it's called multitasking god damn it all these people are just trying to specialize these days can you imagine <laughs> <laughs> um well this therapist doesn't give massages but she that will go, we know of. that we know of um but she does go on walks with you which is nice and uh teddy and her talking and chatting and teddy reveals that the reason her story has been told in such a piecemeal fashion Mm -hmm. is because the original story she heard was so horrible. And that story was that Dorit had actually locked Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy in her basement for months. And the dog apparently hadn't seen the light a day in Mm. months. Um, According to Teddy, this is utterly fabricated. And she didn't really want this to come to light, but now it's coming to light. Mm. Okay. What do you think about that? And do you buy that that would be the reason for her story evolving so much? Because I feel like every episode we get a new side to the story. I don't think her story changes that much, but we just kind of like learn a new dimension to it. Yeah. I mean, I think that this episode we see her trying to figure out how she can spin it so that she looks like she was as little involved or as little um, maybe conniving as possible. 
Um, and then and we'll talk about like this. she was truly played. Yeah, she was like so played, and she just was like, you know, let's see how little I can reveal without lying, um, in order to m- make it look like I didn't really do as much as I almost did. And ugh, it's really strange. I mean, I don't know that if at this party that we'll talk about, if Dorit hadn't confronted her with Lisa's version of the text, <laughs> um, I don't think she would have owned up to it. And that's, it's just weird. Like, can we move to the to the party? Yeah. Uh, really yeah, let's wanna, do it. I, I mean, like the only I other just, scene was yeah. the dinner between Denise, Aaron, Lisa, and Kyle. Which honestly was wild, but in a great way. Was that the highest ratio between like the word penis and screen time? Hundred percent. Yeah, of all time in Housewives history, at least. I would say probably like most likely nineteen times in nineteen seconds. You like that number nineteen, don't you? Nineteen, my child. Anyway, um, okay. So let me tell you what was very awkward, and this is we're one going of to most, Camille's birthday party. Yes, okay. one of the most awkward moments I've ever seen is when Lisa Vanderpump and Kyle and Mauricio pull up to the restaurant, and the girls are outside talking very seriously and they and then kyle and lisa are just like oh this is so awkward like they literally saw us walk up and they're still talking and ignoring us okay i guess we'll walk in like that was so beyond awkward anyway moving to this dorit brings teddy aside like almost immediately after walking into the party and is like look lisa vanderpump showed me your texts i saw what happened i know that you had a part in this and teddy like, this is what I was talking about. She looks visibly frazzled because in that moment, she really did not expect that Lisa would be showing the text, I imagine. Um, so she full on owns it. And for that, I commend her. Now, I obviously think that she had something to do with it. I obviously think that she was uh, complicit in this scenario. Um, and I don't know, I just don't know because I really, like I said, I don't think that she would have come out with it if she wasn't like forced to essentially. But on the other hand, Lisa Vanderpump is going to take things and make them and, you know, show the text in a way that makes her look like her hands are clean. Right. And I don't think she's ever met an opponent like Teddy who's willing to combat her. Yeah. So this is a very strange case. Like, I, st- I don't even have the words to explain and it. And in some ways, Torpedo herself. Yeah. Like, it's kind of a kamikaze. Yeah. She is admitting, in some ways, she is actually admitting that she is culpable. Yes. Teddy, you mean. Teddy, yeah. Yeah. Th- that's she the thing. She is saying, I'm at fault. She is. I was going along with it. Yeah. But she I decided is. not to go along with it. She is. And, and you know, I... I get that, and I commend her for saying that because it doesn't make her look good. I feel like if we were to believe LVP has always been a master manipulator, right? Yeah. Then I think the way she has always operated is by holding something over the other person. Mm -hmm. And in this case, she probably believed she was holding something over Teddy, and that was the fact that Teddy wanted to scheme against Dorit. Mm Mm-hmm. 
The problem here is that Teddy is admitting that she was going to scheme against yeah. three. Mm-hmm. And it has not backfired against her. Everyone no, is team everyone Teddy. Is on her side. They have forgiven her in a blink of an eye. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a group of housewives forgive this quickly. Yeah. Especially the wronged. Dorit yeah. is like, you know, Teddy, you're a great person. We, yeah. were, we were in a bad place before. Mm-hmm. Now we're actually. I appreciate yeah. you being honest. We're with great me. friends now. Blah, blah, blah. It's wild. It is wild. And I also don't know that I've ever seen like a housewife admit to doing some kind of scheming um, on the show. And so we're in right. this whole new world. Like we're in totally uncharted territory. Oh, the fourth wall has I been mean, broken the fourth down, wall has obliterated. Been broken. Every season on right now is like really getting rid of that fourth wall. Like Atlanta is doing the same thing where they're like, honestly, they didn't want the cameras inside so the closet. True. You know, now it's this where it's like, okay, where you have literal moments of Kyle being like, being the narrator, being the like person who's explaining what the drama is happening. And it's kind of like, yeah, she wanted to stir up this drama. Only Roni maintains the theater of it. Truly. Roni, they just live and they don't allow that fourth wall to get involved. Roni is crazy. Roni is, is a unicorn. It really is. Um, So what I found absolutely fascinating by Teddy's explanation, and I don't think a lot of people picked up on this, Mm. uh, at least based on social media, because I've read through a ton of tweets and I haven't seen a lot of people go into this. I kind of feel like Teddy told on herself when she went through her explanation of the events. And what I mean is, Teddy says that she was roped into scheming against Dorit. Mm-hmm. So she admits to that, which, of course, implicates Lisa Vanderpump. But then she says, when I showed up to take down Dorit, mm-hmm. essentially, at Vanderpump Dogs, what unnerved me was that suddenly Lisa Vanderpump wanted nothing to do with the scheme. She was yeah. acting. As she said, oh, it was a bad acting. Oh, darling, no, no, no. And that is when, as Teddy says... I realized that this was a setup against me. Mm-hmm. So Teddy goes on to explain that she felt that Lisa was not setting Dorit up, but mm-hmm. setting her up by having Teddy go after Dorit for the dog mm-hmm. situation. So then Lisa can come to Dorit's rescue. Yep. And then that would make Teddy out to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my thought on all that. That's not a great look for you, Teddy. No. Because you didn't have some sort of moral epiphany. You just realized you were about to be the bad guy and you didn't want to be the bad guy. (laughs) It's not like Teddy had this realization that, oh, we shouldn't tear down Dorit and this is unethical. She just didn't want to lose. And that's fine. That's actually great gamesmanship. Mm. But it's kind of funny to me that everyone is forgiving her for just looking out for herself and like displaying a high level of self-interest. Like that's fine, but she was still very willing to take down Dorit. If Lisa doesn't double cross her, Mm -hmm. essentially that's what she's saying. Like Lisa double crossed me. Then she, right now the story would be Dorit is a piece of shit for sending a dog to a kill shelter, but Lisa is trying to make Teddy out to be a bad guy by, you know, exaggerating what Dorit Mm -hmm. did. That would be the story right now. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's just so wild. It's crazy. And then it makes me think about like in that very first episode where, you know, where the dog gets brought out and blah, blah, blah. And they kind of 
talk about it. And then I'm trying to remember the moment where Kyle blo- like is like, I'm not doing this. I won't do this. Oh, that was about the Tom Tom thing. Tom Tom thing. Right. So like, you know, Kyle is, Kyle is just as a, like everyone is aware this season that they might be a part of the storyline. And Lisa quickly abandoned that Tom Tom yes. setup. Yes. <laughs> so quickly. So it makes me wonder, like, I would love to see, like, whatever notebook Lisa has of all her, like, proposed storylines <laughs> and who's going to be the villain. Like, I bet she plants seeds and tries to get everyone to be the villain aside from her. And then she just sees which one sticks. So Lisa Vanderpump is basically Batman. Don't understand the reference. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think a lot of our listeners will, but basically uh, a thing with Batman is that he has a way to take down every other member of the Justice League. So even oh. though they're his teammates, supposedly, he always has, you know, a plan, a, a backup plan, just in case. Interesting. You never know when someone's going to turn on you. So that's that's Lisa the way Batman Vanderbump, operates. though, is not Batman because she's taking herself down this season. Yeah. Uh, okay, I have one more oh, okay. element to this theory, by hit the me. way. Hit me. So you know how there is this wrinkle in all the drama about Lisa sending the text to Dorit about how Teddy knows. Yes. Teddy knows about Lucy, yes, Lucy, Apple this Juicy. This is exactly what I was just going to bring up. I have a theory. Mm. I think the reason why Lisa is fumbling on that left and right and will never give us a straight answer mm-hmm. is because... I think the producers knew that Teddy knew Mm. and leading into the season, the producers told Lisa that Teddy knew and that is why Lisa then texted Dorit. Because why not just say that Sessa told you? Why not just say that whoever the hell told you? It's, it doesn't actually even make you look bad. I've thought about this. None of it makes you look bad. Maybe Blizzard, because then it looks like you're in cahoots, but there are other ways around this. You can say, Ken told you, right? You could say, well, True. Uh, Ken had a conversation with um, Blizzard, and Blizzard and Teddy are friends. That's how Teddy knew, mm-hmm. through Blizzard. So there are so many ways you can get out of it. The only way you can't is if it was the producers. Interesting. And she doesn't want to implicate anyone else in a lie and she can't say the producers because that that's like that's the fourth wall that you really can't right, break. Right. Right. Like that's the last place you can go and we all know what happened to Phaedra season 9 and there are some parallels here. So this isn't uncommon, this isn't unheard of um but it would also explain why Lisa can't go. Well, the producer told me I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. I also do think that it in this in this narrative that she's trying to, you know, create that she had no idea and she has no contact with her with John Blizzard and blah blah blah. I think this is a slip up on her part where she just doesn't realize like she j- I think she's just off her game. I don't buy that though. Like I don't really? buy that she's so off her game that she isn't going to explain away texting Dorit. Like, that's kind of a big deal. And she's like, oh, you know, well, I didn't know, but, you know, we all knew. I mean, Teddy knew, and, I mean, I knew, Kyle knew, Teddy knew. It's ridiculous. You have to think about it this way. First, she says, I had no idea. Then, when confronted at 
this at Camille's event, she says, of course I knew. And that's what even, even you see Kyle's reaction is like, wait, but how, but I thought you didn't know. Right. So that was where she was really tripped up. Because she knew, obviously, she texted to read about it. But she can't say how she knew. Yeah. Would it be that bad if she said, my employee told me? In my opinion, no. But because these women are, because her whole story is that she has no contact with her employee, her employee and her are not that close, da 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 da, da. That's what makes me be like, mm, I, I also feel know. like they're taking Lisa too literally. That's she true. obviously has contact with her employees. She just means that she doesn't have an intimate relationship with her employees. Right. And I mean, Teddy has seen her around with Blizzard. She's not saying that I've never been okay, around this guy. But let's be real, too. Lisa, like, has, like, a little bit of a shit-story relationship with her employees, and she likes to act like, oh, they're just my employees. No. One, she's on a show with them, so that's whatever. Two, let's re- let's be reminded of the whole Sheena-Brandy situation, circa whatever season three it was. The, this, this is bullshit. Lisa loves to be involved with her employee drama because it makes her feel like she's like a cool, cool mom or whatever. She loves it. But we can't overstate it either. She does have over 400 employees. She's a busy person. She has a social life. She has a husband. She has kids. She travels the globe. But I don't think you're getting on Housewives if you don't have some kind of relationship with Lisa Vanderpump and you're her employee. I just don't think it's intimate. I don't think she has a single intimate relationship with any one of her employees except for the Vanderpump Rules crew. And that's obviously a whole different story. Isn't she trying to make Vanderpump dogs? Yeah. But again, when I I say intimate, I mean they're texting all the time and they're having dinner and this and that. Hey, man. You think she's going out with Blizzard? Oh, come on. She bought Sheena a dress. (laughs) <laughs> like let's be let's remember where these kids all started they were no ones the Sheena's west remembers sheena the west still remembers. is a no one <laughs> the west hollywood remembers <laughs> the west hollywood. marina del rey remembers um no and 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 here's another thing that is interesting to me is that teddy reveals about the whole john blizzard and pandora thing right. where they're all talking together that's another interesting thing where i'm like clearly there's some not conspiracy, but like there's some like they're getting together after the fact. And we and for seasons and seasons, we always hear people being like, oh, yeah, we always called each other before we filmed to talk about the day, to talk about the gossip, to talk about this. It was all like, a, you know, a kind of plan of attack. Right. Call. It was it was always that. And 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 to me. To have any scene where you don't, where she doesn't, you know, then strategize what her next steps is going to be is just, I just don't see that. Let's finish off here. Okay. Having said all that and having probably the most evidence in Housewives history Jeez. that we've ever had our hands on. The text receipts. And yeah, just all the receipts in the world. What does it all mean? That's what I keep asking myself. Mm-hmm. Like, what does it all mean? Why does it matter? Right. Where do we go from here? You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't bring myself to understand any of those questions because in many ways, I feel like we've exhausted this. 
like it's pretty clear what happened. There was a scheme to take down Dorit. Mm-hmm. It was stopped in its tracks. Is the only thing left a Lisa Vanderpump admission, and that's what everyone wants? I don't know. You, you see what I'm saying, right? Because I'm, I'm disappointed if Lisa leaves the show for good. That's disappointing for me. I don't want her to leave. I want, I I think Lisa Vanderpump is is kind of, you know, an icon when it comes to Housewives in general, but Beverly Hills especially. I understand that, you know, it needs a refresh for sure. Um, but I also am like, I, I agree with you. I, I don't really know, like where to go and this is what I was talking about about being like really just confused and not sure how to feel is because like I don't know what this means like if Lisa is guilty of being a producer as a viewer do I care I'm not mad about it I'm not mad about it it's given us the most riveting BH in years honestly when you think back about it like every instance that was at least revealed now or revealed like, you know, by speculation or has kind of been revealed in, um, you know, other seasons. Like, that's interesting shit. Yeah. Like, imagine, okay, love Kyle, but imagine if Brandy had brought the tabloids out in Mexico. That would have been fucked up. That would have been really cool to watch. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and let's talk about because we don't say. I mean, that is TV gold. I mean, like you said, that is imprinted in our minds. Because so, we don't say that, that Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy was sent to the kill shelter. <laughs> because, because we, we don't, don't say, say Teddy and John Blizzard conspired against you. Um, no, like. But now we said it. it. It's to me. This is par for the course like this is just part of being on a reality show part of being on this type of reality show like i want this to happen but i do agree that some of the magic is gone because i know that it's happening so i don't know if lisa can stay on the show well i can't wait to see what happens next week camille neither before we sign out one more reminder get yourself a morally corrupt hat on buttered pop.com if you want a 10 percent discount and bravoed hey (laughs) that's really good um (laughs) if you want a 10 percent discount go to patreon.com backslash hot and bravoed there you can not only support us but you can get amazing benefits for doing so for as little as two dollars a month you get six podcasts extra a month exclusive only on patreon and the 10 percent off merch which is amazing yeah that's pays great. for itself really mm-hmm. so check out patreon.com backslash hot and bravo thank you guys so much for tuning in and we hope you join us next week bye